0: You are listening to The Lighter Side Show audio podcast with Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium, produced by The Lighter Side Network. Visit and subscribe to thelightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes exploring wholeness living, energy work, trans-channeling, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hi Lumineers, welcome to The Lighter Side Show podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, The Everyday Medium. It is the first day of spring, y'all. Woo! It's time to watch the flowers come up and stretch your mind and your heart a little bit and put some new information in it. Hopefully some new experiences. We have at the table today, Sarah Price. Hello. Hi, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. Me too. (laughs) Ditto. Thank you. We can say thank you for a long time. No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. (laughs) Lumineers, you can find Sarah Price at neoncardigan.com for all of her information, background, so forth, because mm-hmm. I'm just going to dive into a conversation. Great. Let's do it. Sarah is an intuitive business coach. That's right. Intuitive business mm-hmm. coach. That's right. Those things go together. Yeah. Yep. They do <laughs> in my world. I've had to come to terms with that, so. I don't think it goes together in many people's right. world. Right. So it's a bit of a shock to kind of see that. Mm-hmm. So Sarah, people seek you out for what kind of service? Well, certainly coaching.
1: So most of these people are are at a crossroads um, professionally. Sometimes it's very small and I'm in a career that ultimately serves me well, but I have a meeting with a C-level executive coming up and I'm ill-prepared. So I might actually meet with a client just to talk about a tangible experience or situation like that. Other times, it, more commonly, it's I'm unhappy or unfulfilled doing what I'm doing currently. I either have an idea or don't have an idea, but someone told me I have to come talk to you. So <laughs> that... Um, Those are the
0: best referrals. They're
1: wonderful. Yes. So, and then that's how the bulk of my business has grown just through my network of connections and um, personal relationships. But the the nuance of kind of straddling this very grounded business, and my background is in marketing. Uh, space and also this connection to spirit and being intuitively driven is really interesting. Uh, I'm a Libra, so I'm perfectly comfortable balancing that. Um, But it also, you know, uh, it it empowers me with two fully, really, really beautifully defined skill sets that I get to call on as it serves me and my clients in any given moment The best. So sometimes that feels very business focused, and I get to really use that hat. And we're talking about WordPress plugins or something awful like that. (laughs) And then other times, you know, we're really talking about, um, energetic team spirit force that's coming in and landing and saying, you know, better than that, or that's not what they're, they're, they're saying, that's not really what you said this morning or whatever. So it can be very um, varied. And I really love that I get to show up in a space of um, picking and choosing how to pull in my, my gifts.
0: So I'm, I'm going to ask a few (laughs) questions. I have this image in my head of you getting a client that maybe is not so clear Mm -hmm. about the vast you know, bulk of knowledge that you have and ability to communicate with spirit, do you ever have to stop and just kind of throw it down and say, excuse me, this over here is talking.
1: Yeah. Here's the thing. So I get to show up in a space of, I've spent my whole life navigating, um, interpersonal skills and being able to very quickly see how a certain person needs to be communicated with. So I get to show up and I can feel, I can say, uh, I can go way there with her or she needs me to back off a little bit and I and I sort of pick and choose. It's almost as if the strengths of my clients sort of dictate the strengths that I show up in because if a yeah. client is very grounded professionally and understands their landscape fully, that enables me to lean into my other skills and, and show up with something fresh for them. And, and conversely, a lot of my clients are healers and, um, other energetic support persons. So they're fully engaged and do the work with their spiritual teams. And they have the, it's they're the people who I wonder how their feet are on the ground, you know, and they have no sense of business awareness, and they don't know what they're doing um, in the back end of their website or um, as they try to grow this social media following. So um, it, I I think probably most often I'm leaning into the strengths of my clients to understand what strengths I need to bring to the table.
0: That's amazing. So you support. can dial it up or dial it down mm-hmm. just based on what you're feeling and sensing in a room. So it's not I, like you come to head with somebody and say listen. Person. dead person is saying this. Right. You just need to sit down. Yeah. Because this is going on.
1: Yeah. I will <laughs> like say- some
0: schooling is happening.
1: Yes, definitely. And, and just a real exchange of energy and understanding um, what I need to come with. Um, you know, some of my clients know that I have the capacity to really s- utilize spirit and support of our work and others really have no idea what that would mean anyway. You know, so for those people, I say- um, Well, we first you have to have to you have to have the conversation of like your God, your oneness, yourself, your spirit, your higher consciousness, like angels. They don't care what you call them, you know, but like however you identify with whatever entity you're working with outside of your uh, human body. um, Stay in the question, you know, when you ask questions, the cosmos are rearranging to bring you answers. This is like super duper fundamental energetic stuff. But for some of my clients, first time they've ever heard that, that's a huge value add. And they're like rocked. I mean, <laughs> you know, that'll be the follow-up. I, I, I've, asked, I've asked questions all week long. I've talked to myself in the car all week. It's transformative. I'm like, I know. Wow. I do wow. it all Moments. the time too. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Where was it in your career path did you decide these two things were merging? And not just merging, but supportive of one another. Because mm-hmm. I still think for – I say us – People who are, like you mentioned, just fully in the energetic realm, whether it's mediumship or healers or psychics, that when we're looked at, we're not seen as business people. Mm-hmm. We're still seen as the, if I can say it with some air quotes when you're listening, lumineers, gypsies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. you know, somebody who's witches. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one too. Mm-hmm. Just off in this other place. Mm-hmm. They're not business people. Right. You know, I recently hired somebody over at the Center for Love and Light. And um, we were sitting down and I was in a business meeting with my partner, Corey, and she just looked up the new assistant and went, wow, you guys are business ladies, like (laughs) a little bit in shock. Impressed. Mm -hmm. You run a business. I'm like, yeah, this is a business. There's a lot to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was really hard for me to learn those skills because I didn't go to school for it. And my community wasn't talking to me about business because I was a medium. So yep. they didn't bring that information to me. They didn't challenge me. If anything, they kept tearing it off of me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you can't charge that. You can't have these set hours. You have to be just so free and willy nilly and give everything that you have to everybody else because you're a medium. That doesn't serve like, you well? No, it You can't didn't. build a business that way? It was so difficult. Yeah. And I'm watching you and you got this. Like, totally on the same page and it's blowing my mind. So I want to hear when was that for you? How was that like? So I would, um, I guess
1: we go back a little bit to the fact that the bulk of my career has been, um, in a professional capacity. I've been a marketer and I've worked in interactive marketing and design agency side, client side as a contract, um, marketing professional and, my most obvious and tangible adult business skills have been anchored in the business world and professional scene. Um, The integration of my connection to spirit and how I'm going to use that professionally probably started with me at my own crossroads, like exactly where most of my clients are, um, which is such a gift to look back and say, well, I've done this because um, I needed to expand and grow and um not surprisingly and it's true quite often that was at a space of re- in a space of real sadness for us it, that's that word was infertility and we were trying really hard to mm. have our second child and um it was not working so 3 years into that and in in any space of this like the devolution of the all the dreams and the visions that you have and then like it's not happening not happening it's not uncommon for you know a, a human being to put the brakes on and yeah. go this is just heartbreaking and cannot continue like this is not sustainable. So I really started digging in and doing my own spiritual work at that time. Um and as those skills started to develop in me, I realized I am getting to the answer to your question. No, I realized I love this. I'm so engaged <laughs> that I was one person when I was tapped into my, my spiritual team and I was another person at work. Yeah. And so I still had these very professional relationships and not to say I was ever a bad person, but, um, with almost every component that we show up with, there, there's capacity for like greatness and there's a capacity for some laziness. And Mm -hmm. I guess, and I don't mean lazy, like I'm lounging. I mean, lazy, like I'm just not checked in and being present. So I wasn't checked in at work, but I was totally capable of this new skill in my personal meditative space. And then spirit goes, yeah, crank it up, like, like do that more and integrate the two. And so I started saying, I'm not really sure what this information is, but it feels like I need to be the same person all the time. So then it was the capacity to really be this new energetic, um, connected version of myself and take that into the professional workspaces that I was, um, filling with my body. And, um, the exercise to integrate those two parts of my, my, my person, um, really empowered me to be like aware that this is not something that everybody gets to do or has the capacity for or reaches, you know, in every life.
0: You know, I'm curious to know in the process of doing that in your business world, were you ever shamed? Did people ever look at you and just go, wait, Sarah, wh- what was that? Like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> I think I think the beauty I can say no because I really wow. don't feel like anyone ever shamed me, but i am a, I am a masterful communicator when i when I think back to like me trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, that exercise was like, how do I stay in my superpower? What would be the easiest thing for me that then I can build on and I can master and all of that has always been communication skills for me. So, I'm I'm quick-witted, I'm I'm relatively funny, I really jive with individual personalities and and I have the capacity to like really lift other people up. Um and and so the the way that that question lands on me is like, no, I was never um uh shamed for or or you know, laughed at, ridiculed for this integration yeah. that I was bringing to the table, but um my capacity to, like, without you knowing that I'm lifting you up in a way that's going to, like, make you a better person and 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 lift the whole energy, um, that – I would say, like, that was the gift, that I got to kind of do that and impress upon other people what it's like to show up in a really checked-in way. And um, that's not to say that, like, I'm transforming the people that I worked around at that time – no, I I mean, like I did. I mean, that's what it's like. You know, you show up in a different state of consciousness and um, it's undeniable. So, you know, people who aren't paying attention in their own lives really do notice that. They feel it. Um, and opportunities where workplace environments were uplifted because I was showing up in a new whole self way.
0: Yeah, and it's um, really comforting to hear that because I think a lot of our listeners – are business oriented mm-hmm. and want to bring want to do that merging you just talked about mm-hmm. and bring their intuitive self their psychic self their yeah. medium self into that position, but are terrified or maybe fearful or weary of doing that because what are they going to say about it i really I think the
1: first way that we do that as human beings is we start using different words than we've been using prior, mm. so it's because we've been working with healers or we've been reading the metaphysical books or whatever um you know, some of my choice terms that started by like, like I'm called to, right. That's not a term I ever used before I was more present in my life. So I'm called to raise a hand here and say X, Y, Z, or, um, you know, even, even talking about feeling in a different way, like that doesn't feel, uh, sound. That doesn't feel true to me. That doesn't feel. So those are different words, like very subtle verbiage changes. Um, I think is how most of us dip our toe in the pool of I'm going to show up as like this, you know, connected, um, whether it's like I read tarot or however, however it is, this, this work is integrating in my life. Um, I've learned some new words and I'm going to drop them here and there. And, um, I mean, I will say there's like an 18 month period of like, you learn new words, you start using them. You get comfortable with that. Other people go, that's so strange. Mm. I associate that word or that phrase with that person. Then they're now comfortable with it. And over time it just starts to be, um, part of who you are and um there there there's no authentic way to do that overnight you don't get to like go read <laughs> oneness and then show up and drop in as an empath there's a lot of work that has to be done and in order for it to be authentically integrated it does take some time um but it's such a gift to get to show up and feel really um safe in the in that spirit space with new words and um You know, playing with how you're going to be perceived and getting comfortable in that space.
0: So what is your intuitive game? Do you describe yourself as a medium? Do you lay cards? Do you practice tarot? Do you clairvoyant, audience cognizant?
1: What's your so, Claire? What's your Claire <clears throat> game, Sarah? <laughs> um, my I'm Claire cognizant. I have a real awareness. So like a like a knowingness is the word that I use. Yeah. Um and and I fought against that a lot too, you know. But I really want to see things or I really want to hear things. And um I've had to really settle into the fact that my gift is just an awareness and a knowingness, and um really be able to trust that that uh, you know. I mean, again, I'm a Libra, I'm a very visual person, you know, you can tell me something's true, but I'm ultimately a need to validate that myself. And so, um, it's much,
0: it's much more subtle to have to feel. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't mean to interrupt, but when you do that, um, validate it, have you found a great balance with that? Because often in the intuitive world, when you're sensing it, like you were saying that kind of the empathic or the feeling, Mm -hmm. That um then you have to go out and double check it. Mm-hmm. Does that ever contradict itself or just kind of implode? Or have you found it to be more of a ah, I knew it. Oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it just another sign to keep going? Yeah, always positive
1: validators for sure. The capacity to feel what might need to be said or what's true, or that something may not be authentic, especially um in the in the in a client relationship, client-coach relationship, um, I I know that it's a gift because that validation is reaffirmed all the time. Yeah.
0: I just – I really like that you validate, that you go and you you look for something else and, and that you're aware that that really works for you because a lot of times we'll find the Lumineers, our listeners, mm-hmm. when they go to validate something, they get confused about it. Mm-hmm. Because then they swing way logic rather than bringing their intuitiveness into the validation part and right. letting it unfold. and then they just, I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. Right. you know, I'm just Ugh. right. And they get confused. So it's so great to hear that you've got the system in place, and it works. yeah. Um, oh.
1: because my own personal my spiritual growth came at a place of um stress and anxiety. The first times I started getting pings about intuition, I was pretty, especially if it was something that didn't feel positive, right? If there was any amount of um protection, it felt like, well, this isn't this isn't intuition, this is fear, or this is an intuition, it's anxiety. So it's almost like I kind of I learned by deciphering the difference between those things. And I am I I will I'm relatively good now at knowing in my body. What's real and what's not real. I know myself well enough to know the things that, um, trigger my own limitations or fears. And, uh, I mean, good thing I don't have to like analyze myself during my client (laughs) sessions because there's (laughs) always going to be work to be done there. Um, but pro- probably one of the first teachers I ever worked with in a healing capacity started teaching me about the difference between yes and no in my body. And that is almost the most fundamental. Like, first, if you're not at all aware of the kind of the way that I show up um, energetically, then like let's work on this exercise, that yes and no. I mean, it's not uncommon. So probably most of your audience knows these tools, but but say out loud, my name is Sarah. And my body goes, yeah, yeah, that's that's your name. And then I say out loud, my hair is blue, which it's not. And my body's like, "Mm -mm, no, that's (laughs) not true. And so being able to like test my brain, it's kind of like readying for a polygraph, I would imagine, like you ask (laughs) uh, baseline questions, right? Things that you know to be true and things that are not true. Learning what those um, pings in my body, the responses um, for yes and for no were has really helped me spread into that and integrate that, the truth and the awareness from
0: there. Do you use some of this in the intuitive business coaching? Yeah, all the time. Where you get your own pings, you hold it, see what's true or not and let that navigate you? Yeah, all the time. Although, you know, the first, the original question that you asked some Mm -hmm. moments
1: ago was about um, being able to like use this gift and guide people. And I'll just say that, um, and and what's my what's my game how do how do i use this tool yeah that in the space of like clear cognizance and just having an awareness and a knowingness there's got to be a whole bunch of trust and i have to know uh what feels what realness feels like in my body so that i can use those tools for anyone else so i've done all that work learned those um pings and pongs in my body and i almost don't have to think about it now when i'm working with clients i mean Um, most of the time it's pretty clear that something that's not true is either said or, um, identified and it's real, it's real simple for me to go, uh, that's Mm. scratchy. That doesn't, that (laughs) feels other, like we were flowing and flow feels like one thing and falsehoods feel like something else. Um, and I think it's a real gift to make people um, pause and think about those things because we are all like the, our human capacity. We are conditioned to kind of like say the right thing, even in a coaching session where you've got all the freedom or a therapy session, you've got all the freedom to show up with your whole self and just be raw and real because you have nothing to prove to me. All all we're trying to do is get somewhere different, do something new, um, learn, expand, grow, et cetera. Um, and still Human beings show up in a. How do I make this sound right? How do I push that away? How do I dismiss that heartbreak from back then? Mm-hmm. It's probably not relevant, <laughs> you know. So the capacity to show up energetically and say, "Oh, I'm real," you know, we should pause because it's very relevant. Um, is 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 the differentiator between just being a business coach and being able to say I'm an intuitive?
0: What an incredible safe space to be in.
1: Yeah, my. I had a client once uh, recently say, um, this is awesome. You're not, you're not my therapist. Um, because most of my clients actually do have therapists and, or if they bring up things that needs therapy, I'm happy to say we should get you a therapist and talk about Mm -hmm. that in therapy. Um, she said, you're not my therapist. You're not my friend, which is also a really important delineation. Um, you're something else. And it just feels really helpful. And this is someone who may be starting a new business, may be leaning into some new skills of her own, may one day be a coach, you know, um, a lot of potential and a lot of unknowns and uh, being able to sit down with someone that just isn't trying to be your friend, be kind and, um, right, right, placate you and also isn't trying to psychoanalyze on any level and, uh, you know, doesn't need to dissect things for you. It's just some real... um, realness in that space and that kind of conversation that I think adds a lot of value.
0: And showing up very authentically. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, um, that's probably, I mean, value is one of the words I use the most. Like the whole reason I'm doing what I'm doing is that I want to add value to the world, to individuals. And um, authenticity is probably a close second. Um, as I figure out how to market this thing, even though I'm a marketer, you know, it's like, this is me
0: now. I'm the product. Dude, your website is the cutest website <laughs> Thank you. ever. Thanks. Now I couldn't get like the neon cardigan, please. <laughs> where did that come from?
1: So in truth, um, that's a domain that I bought probably four years ago. I was working with a client that was renaming their company. They were a babysitting tool and we were tossing names up on the board, um, like what could we call them as, in this exercise for them as a, as a marketer, right? This is like- Back then. Back then. Um, but uh, Neon Cardigan was an, an option for them because I thought that it felt really fun, but also trustworthy. Yes. And vibrant, but reliable. You know, like it's, it, again, the Libra in me was like, this is the most perfect name. I think I poured the most into like fleshing out the visuals for what that could look like for them. And uh, of any of the names. And when we sat down to present them, it was the one they were like, you could almost literally tear this page out of the presentation and toss it away because that's an easy no for us. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like, it's obviously the best name in the book. Why would they toss it? Um, They ended up with a name that serves them really well. And that is all that matters. But I went home that evening and I bought the domain because I was like, well, it could be it could literally be the name for anything. So I'm going to own it and one day I'm going to do something with it.
0: I, I love everything about it. The artwork. So simple. Yep. Your color scheme on your yep. website, everything, your font. When yep. I was reading, I was like, oh, I got to hang out here. I got to read. And I really, I went through more pages mm-hmm. in your website than I would have on any other website. That's really fun. I have a lot of clients say... When I'm asking, when we're ping-ponging an
1: email and they're saying, how should I get started? It's kind of like working with a personal trainer and you're like, should I work out twice a week or should I work out three times a week? (laughs) Like the trainer is going to be like, well, you should work out three times. I mean, if those are your options, three, right? So clients like, do I, you know, should I book one session or should I book three sessions? Like let's lean in. Let's book three sessions to get started. Um, You know, and I'll say like, what if any other questions do you have for me? The number of times people say, well, I've read every single word on your website at least four times. Yes. Um, is so sub- validating. I love it so much. I love most of the words on the website. They were all very intentional, uh, which goes back to what I started to say, you know, doing this authentically has been very important to me. Um, trying to figure out how to not just like splash on the scene is another intuitive healer um, and, and just make sure that everything I'm doing is Um, real and can be felt through and through. And I really do think the website's a validator of that. So thank you. It's a
0: huge validator. I love your About Me page. Thank you. And you did not put up a classic photograph of you. No. And you had it artistically drawn. Mm -hmm. And it's gorgeous. Thank you. It's just everything
1: that, um, that art style is like, a, it's, it's totally faked, but it's like blind contour drawing where, you know, an artist would look at their subject and have a pencil down on paper and never pick up the pencil and also never look at the page. Um, I worked with an illustrator early on in, you know, I think she's, you know, tracing things on the iPad. Now I do it all myself in the same way. Um, so I'm tracing on the iPad and creating these illustrations and things for my social media. um, which was a fun little piece to plug back in that serves my soul in a really great way, you know, keeping me artistic.
0: Speaking of your social media, how can Mm. we find you out there? I am definitely
1: most active on Instagram. Um, A lot of times I'm pushing to Facebook from Instagram, mostly because they make you. Um, (laughs) But that is on on Instagram. I'm neon.cardigan. And um, I reached out to the woman who owns Neon Cardigan and she said, this has been my AIM name, like my AIM name since the 90s. I was like, oh, well, you can keep it. I'll just add a dot in the middle. (laughs) And I think, um, she gets more pings about me than I get about her, (laughs) which feels right. So, uh, neon dot cardigan on Instagram. And, um, I try to keep it fun and fresh and post regularly over there.
0: You do. It's wonderful. Yeah. Lumineers, as you've been listening, if anything has resonated with you, something you love and you want to know more about, please open up your phone, open up your computer, fingers to the little keyboard, get on Instagram, get on, I was going to say Facebook as well, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're on Facebook. Get on Facebook, yep. but go to neoncardigan.com. Yep. There's no dot in there, just the dot for That's the Instagram. Right. Mm-hmm. On your website, you offer for individuals and for companies where you can do coaching with them. Yep. So they can go straight on your website and book these appointments? Yeah. So the website's set up. um, My services are listed across the top.
1: And not surprisingly, they all kind of validate one another. Because I've been a brander and a marketer, I do offer branding through Neon Cardigan. Part of that was because I'd be working with one-on-one clients and then they'd come and say, well, you know, I'm going to build my side hustle and do you know anyone who can help me with that? So we're doing that. We have two branding programs um, that are really fun and fast. And the one-on-one sessions are easy to find and book through the website. And then the teamwork and the in-team coaching, um, you can reach out to me through the website to discuss those opportunities because they're all
0: customized based on team needs. Lumineers, let's do this. <laughs> Most of you out there have your businesses based on your energetic work, healing, intuitive skills, and so forth. And if you're looking at taking it to the next level, or even just clarifying more of who you are and how to merge those abilities, your intuitive and in your business, we have the resource sitting right here on the mic. Miss oh, so Sarah sweet. Price. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being with us today. This has been great. Yeah, a lot I of fun. really loved it. Let me know what questions you have. Yes, Lumineers, reach out. She's right here. (laughs) And thank you so much, Lumineers, for being here and lending us your ears. Remember, guys, it's not woo-woo. It's true-true. All of it. Bye. The ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on The Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from The Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com. And subscribe to The Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.